All right, guys. Our next guest has had an absolutely massive year with four fights and four wins already. He was originally scheduled to face Jack Hermanson, but instead he claimed a TKO victory over COVID first. And now he's back to take on the legendary Jacare Souza on December 12th. The trailblazer himself, Kevin Holland. Welcome for the very first time to Submission Radio. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself? Good, good. Well, we got to ask though, man. Uh, you're out of this bout of COVID, and we got to find out. We see you're driving right now. How are you feeling? You're looking good. How's Kevin ah, Holland feeling? So fantastic. I'm heading to go swim right now. Wow. So tell, tell us about your COVID bout. How hard were you hit, man? What were the symptoms like? Uh, I don't know, man. I was actually perfectly fine. I uh, perfectly fine. Felt good. Never felt anything. So you, you are you saying that it didn't you didn't even really know you, you had it until these tests came back? Like you just felt absolutely normal. Like there was absolutely well, you didn't feel any side effects at all. I mean, for two days, like how we normally do, the whole household felt uh, like we had it after Thanksgiving cold. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, it was pretty good. Wow, how did you even find out? How did you even find out about uh, the whole COVID thing? I guess it must have come as a bit of a shock to you. Yeah, it was definitely a big shock. Is it, there's somebody out hold there. On, hold on one second, boss. Hold on one second. Yeah, hold yeah, on. go for it. Looks like there's somebody out there trying to. Kevin <laughs> Holland is taking out people right now in Vegas. And I'm kind of digging it. I wonder, Cass, if this adds to his record for 2020. <laughs> What happened there? Is everything okay, Kevin? Is everything okay? My bad, bro. I got road rage sometimes. I had to pull over for the interview. <laughs> no. What what what, what happened, happened there? <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. That was the plan anyway. I left a few minutes early, so when the interview got started, I could pull over. But, you know, I just wasn't there on time. So. No, no, that's all right. But was somebody beeping at you, getting angry at you, not realizing that you're Kevin Holland? Uh, they were getting angry at each other, but they were in my way. So they were about to fight, but I was like, hey. Go fight over there so I can get in the parking lot and do this <laughs> And they were like, all right, all right, that sounds good. So, you know, nice people. Gotta love Texas. <laughs> Dude, I love that. And, you know, imagine the shock on their face when Kevin Holland steps out of the car and diffuses the situation. That must have made their week for him. What a Sunday they're having. So let's talk <laughs> they, about- would, they, they wouldn't know it was me. I got okay, what do you mean? What do you mean? You're, you're on this win streak. We, me and Casper thought this was going to be an extra add to your win streak. <laughs> when you were walking out of the car, we thought this could be number five. Let, tell us a little bit, though, man. So, obviously, uh, you, you're recovering from the COVID. You're not really feeling any symptoms. But what does it feel like to actually have to sort of, you know, be in quarantine and sort of be in that situation where, you know, there's all these headlines about you with COVID and this and that? Was no. that difficult to sort of deal with? No, no problem at all. I just had to reassure everybody at the gym that uh... – that all the that all the coaches tested negative. I sent my family to go get tested. Everybody in the house tested negative, and then I went and got myself two negative tests and went back to the gym. So everybody felt everybody felt a lot better about it. So no, nah, it was you know I don't care about what everybody else besides the people in the gym think. You know if you're not a part of the gym or you're not a part of the immediate uh, circle, I don't really care. So all those random people who were like he caught COVID, he shouldn't have been shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You know. Now I got two negative tests. I'm back doing my thing and, uh, you know, be right back out there December 12th, you know, putting on a good scrap. Oh, for sure, man. We can't wait to watch it. Just just to find out, um, when, when was your first negative test for COVID? When did that first pop up? You said there was two. 
we did a immediate test, one of those uh, quick tests, but those aren't one hundred percent accurate. So we did one probably like two days after we took after we found out about the test. Because the whole family went and took a test. It took one day for theirs to come back. Once theirs came back, it was negative. My mom needed to get two negatives to go back to work. She got a, a rapid one, and then she did that one. So after they all got a negative, I was like, dude, there's no way possible. So then I went and got a rapid. The rapid was a negative. And then I went and took another test. Uh not long ago, and then just literally two days ago, I got another negative. So I was just like, sweet. That oh, wow. Negative. So I was like, sweet, I got a lot of negatives. I can get back in the gym. You know, I was training in the garage. It was fun, but it's a little cold right now in Texas. Nothing super cold, <laughs> a little chilly. I didn't have the best heater in the garage, so I can feel it a little bit in the bones, but, you know, nothing to wake you up like a little bit of cold, right? Yeah, but, I mean, if you got that two days ago, it was a part of you like, damn. Like the Jack Manson fight, you know, I could have maybe kind of made this fight. Was a part of you like a little bit disappointed or were you sort of moved past it at that point? Nah, I was already moved past it. I, I did a few things online just to have fun with it. But, um, you know, it's it, it's no big deal. It is what it is. I have another fight lined up, you know, Jacare. So what am I going to do? I'm going to fascinate my mind over her Manson. I'm the same guy who's been through this year. And every time I had a fight lined up, the person I was supposed to fight, it switched out to be somebody else. Except for Darren Stewart. Props to Darren Stewart. We both fought the whole way through. Mm. Um, so I'm used to it. You know, I'm used to things changing up last second. This time it was just something on my end. Kudos, kudos. Here I am, December 12th, coming back at it. Going to get it in. But that being said, just because I passed those other tests, I still got to pass the one for the UFC. And that's the one that matters the most. So once we pass that, still pending one nose wipe, we're good to go. So I guess take us through that that whole process, Kevin, of like, you know, obviously the Jack Manson fight falling out and then, you know, how did Jacare sort of come into the picture? I imagine it would have been a crazy process because the UFC would have offered you this fight not really knowing, you know, what, what the situation was going to be with you and COVID, you know, come Jacare fight week. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they just offered it to me, which was pretty dope. They uh, hit me up like, um, well... Of course, once I got the call that I wasn't going to be able to be on the Hermanson fight, I was like, damn, that sucks. So then the next day, I was already like, all right, I'm sending the family to go get tested. I don't believe that I really have it, but, you know, what do I know? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I know my body, but what do I know? You know, uh, so the next day, I was already like, hey, you know, what's the verdict? I asked my manager, like, what's what's up? He was like, well, they're talking about Jacare fight. So I messaged Mick right away, like, uh, what's up with that fight? I'll take it. And so... uh he said, you sure? You know, COVID affects people, different people, uh, everybody differently. So we didn't know uh, how it would affect me. I was a firm believer that no matter what, I was going to be fine, you know, mentally, physically and everything. Said, you know, if it's out of my system, I want to fight. You know, if there's no chance I'm going to be affecting anybody else, I want to fight. And if you could put me in a saran wrap bubble, we could fight like that, too. <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, you know, here we are right here. Pending the, like I said, pending the nose wipe. Once the nose wipe is done. You know, and it says that we're cleared to go, you know, past the ones all fight week. There we will be in the cage, December 12th, scrapping. Yeah, man. When, when, when is that nose wipe scheduled for? Is that in a couple of days or in a day or so? I've already done it. I've already done it. Okay. So we should get the results back uh, Monday, more than likely. So that'd be nice. Hopefully Monday. It'd be, it'd be wonderful. Fingers crossed, man, because obviously uh, I think it's like six, six main events in a row have fallen out due to COVID. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, Kevin Holland... And well, I'm not a main event, so I don't have to worry about that curse. You're a main event in our hearts, Kevin. Yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I want to ask you, man, how is it like when you look at fighters, you know, typical sort of schedules and how many fights fighters are able to do in a, in a year, you know, four is kind of pushing it. Five is, is getting to that, you know, mythical Cowboy Cerrone level. So I'm just wondering, how are you able to take so many fights in a year, so many back-to-back -back fights? Um, and not only that, but against opponents who it just feels like you never really know who you're going to be fi uh, fighting uh, come fight night, especially with all the, you know, rigorous training camps that you're doing. Uh, you know, it's my life. This is how I live. This is really what I do. I don't, you know, I don't do it for uh, the internet, and I don't do it for the hot chicks. You know, <laughs> I do it because uh, I've always been a fighter. I've always fought, and I like to scrap. You know, there's no better way to put it. Plus, it pays the bills, and uh, I try and take on as many bills as I can. So, um, yeah, keeps me hungry. Stay hungry. You don't have to worry about anything. I just like to fight. You know, my body, if it beat up, you know, it, it sucks, but I'd rather my body beat up than my mind be bored. So mm. I just keep fighting. It's interesting that uh, just to follow up on Casper's uh, question, when it comes to training camp, for example, because your opponents are always switching and, and turning, what, what what does training camp look like for you? I mean, it doesn't look like you've got a specific opponent in I mind because they're always switching. So what's better. what's the mentality for you? I get better. The mentality is to get better. I'm mm. not worried about who the opponent is. No way what's so shape for him whatsoever you know what i mean think about who's the best to ever do it and then try and be as good as that if not better and then you know take your mind as far as you want to take it on that subject you know it's like uh some people think about mma fighters some people think about soldiers some people think about uh old greek stuff you know it doesn't matter i like combat and this is the combat that we're accepted to do so this is the combat that i do you know mm. so it doesn't matter who it is i believe in my style i believe in what i bring to the table they want to grapple, we can grapple. You want to strike, we can strike. Whatever you don't want to do, we can do that too. Modern day gladiators, talk to us about Jacques Ray. Do you see any parallels between him and uh, Jack Manson, for example? Both guys are great grapplers. Uh, is that where the parallel sort of ends for you or sort of break down the matchup for us compared to Jack? Yeah, it's just, you know, similarities. Similarities in the grappling, different in the striking. Uh, overall, they're two totally different men from two totally different ponds, you know, two different places in the world. So we will see December 12th. Uh, you know what I mean? He's an alligator and I'm the alligator catcher. That's all it is to it. You know what I mean? Jack Hermanson's in the past. He just fought. Let that man rest. We're going to let his name rest for a little bit. You know, he had a long night. Now it's time for me to go have a fun night. Whether it's long or not, well, that's up to Jacare. But uh, it's time to go have a fun night. So, you know, just ready to go eat. <laughs> I'm, I am curious though uh, when you when you look at a guy like Jacare, like you know he he is a step up in competition and also like he's he's kind of a legend. He's a veteran in the sport. Does this one feel any Definitely. different to you? Do you, do you go into this one at all not psyching yourself out but thinking like, damn, this is Jacare that I'm fighting, or does this just feel like another no, opponent to you? Still another man. Still another man. Hey, look, right now we're about to fight, so I can't be too much of a fan of his. Right? When I'm a fan of his, it's like, oh yeah, he's Jacare. That's that's nice. But I'm not the same as everybody else. It's Jacare. That's awesome. That's nice. He signed a contract to fight me. I have a, The contract is to go out there and take that man out, right? That means it's a hit on his head. He has a hit on my head. Whoever kills who first is the winner, you know? If I could snipe him before he can catch me in his jaws, that's awesome. So uh, I look to go out there and snipe him. I don't care if he was uh, my daddy, my grandpa, you know <laughs> what I mean? My great-grandpa, you know, my ancestors. I wouldn't really care. You know, it's like when you sign the contract and we sign the contract to fight each other, to take each other out, that's the job. And once I finish the job, you know, 
then, you know, then we can go back to being his, his fan again. Because I'm a fan of his work. But right now, he's on the other side of that contract. And the contract is to hit him. Hit him mm-hmm. hard. We've seen his opponents in the past, obviously, avoid the ground game with them. But you, you're a man that's known for taking your opponents to the ground. You've obviously got a lot of skill in that area as well. Will you be looking to avoid that part of the fight, stay on the feet? Or do you believe that, you know, you can really set a statement there if you take him to the ground and dominate him where he's good at? Nah, man. I don't care where the fight goes. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to start with where the fight starts is where I'm going to try and keep it for the most part. But if it goes somewhere else... We take what the defense gives us. Um, if we got to go to the ground, we got to go to the ground. I'm cool with that. Some people say don't do it. I say it's perfectly fine. Look, my like I said before, it's a hitman thing right now. My job is to whack him. You know what I mean? I'm going to whack him. I don't care if we're on the ground or if we're on the feet. I don't care where we are. My job is to whack him. So I got to whack him. It can go anywhere. Fight to fight. We're going to have to call you Steve Irwin after this one because you're going to be the new Crocodile Hunter, Kevin. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> I like the way, no, I like the way that sounds. There, there you uh, go. Well, I was gonna... After this one, you know, whoever they want me to whack next, you know, just be, be sure that you want me to whack that person. You can't do no pullouts. We just need to go all the way through. That's it. Well, man, I was going to say, like, not only the year that you've had thus far, but, like, to go in there and beat Jacare, um, I feel like this, in a way, is a, is a breakout performance for you or a breakout kind of, you know, it could be a breakout win. What kind of message do you think it sends to the rest of the division if you go in there and, you know, quote-unquote whack Jacare? They already know what's up. They know who I am, you know. Obviously, they've been paying attention. Props to them for doing their homework before it was too late, but it's still too late, you know. So, uh if this makes me somebody special that they want to watch even more, hats off to them. But just don't try and mimic me because you'll never be me. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of mimicking, you just can't mimic the feeling of having a fresh set of smooth balls. And uh, Manscaped this year is helping you with your Christmas shopping, giving you some sweet stocking stuffers so you can stuff a couple of stockings, if you know what we mean, with some smooth balls at the Lawnmower 3.0, the best grooming tool in the world with 7,000 RPMs of pure Ball delightful power. It's got an LED light. It's got 90 minutes of battery life and it's waterproof. So you can uh, shave your balls or shave anywhere on your body to your heart's content. And if you use the code submission, you get 20% off. Isn't that right, Dennis? That's right. Uh, trim your junk and shave your trunk. Do it today with, with Manscaped. Uh, use our code submission and get free shipping and 20% off cash. I mean, that's an incredible deal going into the, the holiday period right now. Jump on it today, get the trimmer, all sorts of products like deodorants, uh, lotions, underwear, uh, travel bags, nose trimmers, all sorts of things there. Manscaped.com, do it now. Yeah, that's right. Well, we're giving away cheeky Christmas deals. If you're somebody who likes to browse the internet safely and not have people track you, or if you want to go on streaming services such as Netflix or Disney Plus or Amazon Prime or BBC iPlayer UK or ITV and want to watch uh, movies in other regions all around the world, use Pure VPN. They have an 88% off deal right now. If you sign up for five years, it is $1.32 a month. So for five years, it is 79 bucks. And if you use the code submission, you get an additional 10% off. And they have over 6,500 servers in over 140 different countries. Isn't that right, Dennis? 
Dude, right now it's so important to have a VPN. Just with the breaking news of Warner Brothers releasing all of its theatrical releases straight onto streaming services in the US, don't be one of the fools that still has to pay for your movies down under. Get onto your VPN service today and enjoy all the latest movies of 2021 right now with Pure VPN. Watch the German version of Home Alone and see that alternative ending where everybody dies a horrible, horrible death. That's purevpn.com forward slash submission. Use the code word submission and get an extra 10% off today. But Kevin, it's interesting because the division is in such a really fascinating place right now. Obviously, we mentioned it before, but Jack Hermanson lost over the weekend. And a lot of people thought that Hermanson was sort of on his way to get that possible title shot with Israel because that was going to be a fresh matchup. Israel's already yeah. beaten a lot of guys in the division. Was a part of you sort of excited when you saw that Jack lost just because it opens up so many doors to all the other contenders in the division? Or were you disappointed no. because you, no. you could have been the guy to beat him, you know, because no, you guys were one. supposed to fight? Neither one, neither one. I never I never want to see somebody lose, but this is a part of the game, right? So it has to happen. Um, no, I don't I don't wish no ill on no man. I don't want to see nobody's downfall. You know what I mean? If you're on the opposite side of me, that, that was your fault. You shouldn't have signed up for it. Uh, but uh, when I'm watching the fights, may the best man win, you know, whoever the best man is that night, that's who the best man is that night, you know. Um, uh, no, you know, do I wish it was me? No, no. When it's supposed to be me, it'll be me. You know what I mean? Uh, I whack them as they come, baby. I whack them as they come. When they come through, I snipe them and I take them out. And that's as simple as it is. You know, it's like um, what everybody else has going on in the division, if I'm watching, it's just simply for homework uh, and studying. You know, other than that, I don't care. You know, it's like um, I got this old school at the garage that they're fixing on. It's like I care about that, making sure that gets done in time. You know, I got this body that I want to look, you know, physique and beautiful forever, a, a, a wonderful lifetime with having a nice, beautiful face and body. <laughs> you know, I care about that mind, spirit and body. That, you know, those other guys and what they got going on in the UFC, you know, like I said, if it ain't studying or if it ain't homework, then I don't too much really even watch, to be honest with you, now that I'm in there. Mm. The nice, the nice, the nice car and the nice rig. That Kevin, Kevin Holland wants what we all want. Um, I was gonna say though, what what did you think of that fight? If you were doing your homework, any takeaways from you know either Jack or Marvin's performances? Yeah, yeah, uh, big takeaways. You know, they both. Uh, that's the one thing about going to war. When you go to war, you show ways how to beat this person and that person because you're on the outside looking in. You have to see what worked well for one person in the war and what worked well for the other person in the war and you have to see what they were good at defending and what they were good at doing uh it, it worked out wonderful i it was fantastic to see both of those guys go to war like that it was wonderful rock'em sock'em robots mm -hmm. you know what i mean i'm a machine but i'm damn sure no robot so i would love that fight with either one of them one day that you know it's it all every fight makes sense you know they all make sense in the division you know all of them they all make sense for so many different reasons, they all make sense. Yeah, I mean, Marvin was supposed to fight Jack Ray. He stepped up and fought Jack. But are you, are you impressed with him? Are you impressed with what he was able to do against Jack Hermanson? Yeah, he looks good. He looks yeah. good. I was impressed. I was impressed by Jack. You know, I wasn't just <laughs> impressed by uh, Marvin. You know, I was impressed by Jack. You know, everybody's like, oh, Jack lost. But I was still impressed. You know, his striking looked decent in some situations. He did some things well. You know, um, you know, I don't want to give these guys too many answers of what they need to work on. But, <laughs> you know. Props to these guys. You know, they look good. Great performance. You know, props to the Boss Baby and props to the Joker. You know, props to them both. They look good. I'm happy they went out there and did their thing. You know, don't try none of that shit against me. 
Hmm. I was going to say, you know, the one thing that I really liked about the Hermanson fight for you was just how high Hermanson was ranked. I believe it was uh, number five. So a win over him would just catapult you straight into the rankings. What? I don't want that. You don't care? I don't want that. I just want to look. I'll take 15, 16, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, all the way up until 1. Because then at that point in time, I got a lot of fights, and then maybe I got to switch divisions and then do something else. But you got to clean house, right? So I'll take my time getting there. Everybody's worried about gold, and everybody's worried about being at the top. I'm just worried about literally snap, sniping people, bro, taking people out. It's a fun, fun job that I have. You know, it's like I get to kill people and feed my clan. You know, <laughs> I'm just a part of a clan. I get to help feed them. It's awesome. I love it. I appreciate it. This is the best job in the world for me, you know. For somebody else, it might suck. For me, it's a great job. Don't cut a lot of weight, and I always feel great. I love this shit, man. Yeah, it's interesting because obviously five fights in one year is amazing, but if it was up to you, what, what, what do you think is the maximum? What's the limit for you in a year? How many, how many hits can you make? Especially with Christmas around the corner, man. Well, you know what? Christmas is the only thing that, that's messing, that, you know, that kind of messes it up a little bit. My son gets a little... Uh, he gets a little hurt because that I'm fighting so close to Christmas, but mm -hmm. you know I, we do a good job of explaining to him that this is the job, you know, and this is my job. Everybody has a job. Every once in a while, Daddy has to go to work. Um, what's the amount I could do in a year? Yeah, is, is five is five the limit for you, or is it is no, it more? Five, I did. Look, think about it like this. I did five during the pandemic. I didn't start <laughs> fighting this year until the pandemic was already hit. You know yeah. what I mean? So until the until sports decided to make a comeback and UFC started that off. I wasn't fighting. I wasn't doing nothing. You know, I was sitting at home doing forms and uh, working on working on myself. You know, uh, I did five during. I did five in the course of seven months. Who knows how many I can do? You know, oh, who knows sure. if I can do that all over again? We don't know. Can't tell the future. But it's been well, fun and it's been nice. Yeah, for sure. What, I could take a I could take a beating. You know, I take a beating in the gym all the time on this body and on this uh and everything that comes with it. But I enjoy it, so we'll keep doing it. Like I said, I'd rather be. I'd rather my body be beat up than my mind be bored. So we'll just keep going and we'll keep attacking it. For sure. Well, it's going to be 2021 next year. So as long as you match the number in the year, maybe 21 next year, 22 the following year, <laughs> sort of aim for that. <laughs> See yeah, how many fights he can talking, I was actually talking, I think it was Danny Castillo about that. Uh, he was saying, man, just fuck it. Just fight every other card. Uh, you know, that's not a bad idea to me, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> You, you mentioned before that you're not cutting a lot of weight and that if you run out of opponents to middleweight, you might even go to another weight class. Are you, are you talking about welterweight? Is that going to be an option for you in the future if things go to plan in the division? Or if you can't get an opponent once you get highly ranked and people start getting busy? Shit, maybe I'll go up. My girl likes me with a fat ass, so maybe I'll go up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Man, that'd be crazy because if you go up to light heavyweight, that's that's a whole other sort of situation there. You've got Israel Adesanya mm -hmm. moving up to light heavyweight. He's not getting away. Look, when I want to fight somebody, I want to fight somebody. You don't get away. It's simple as that. Look, only way they get away is if I don't do my job. I plan on doing my job, you know? Hey, but look, I hate to do you guys like this. It's 3.30. I was supposed to be at the gym at 3.30. I thought we was going to hit it hard for like 10 to 15. I apologize so much, but I have to skedaddle and get over here and swim, or my coach is going to make me do an extra 15 laps, and I already have to do 25. So uh, 40 laps would not be nice. I'd turn into a murder man. <laughs> All right. Well, then, before we let you go, Kevin, because I know you got to go, can we, can we pinch like another a couple of seconds of your time? We've got two last questions. The first one I wanted to ask you is, well, we were going to talk about the light heavyweight division. Who do you have winning between Israel and um, Jan Blachowicz? Uh, Izzy should win that fight, but he's been knocked out before. So, uh, And John's known for knocking people out. So just don't get hit and he'll be all right. 
All right, and just quickly, is it true that you wanted to fight Romero? I know you tweeted out the other day. That... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really sucks that Yo Romero's done. That was actually the fight that I was going to call out next. But uh, if he's gone, he's gone. Props to him. Have fun in your next career. You know, by the time I get out of the UFC, uh, I'll be old too, and I won't want to fight no more. So I plan on finishing my career here. So if he's done, he's done. If he's going somewhere else, best of luck in his career. You know, props to him. He's a legend. I just wanted to simply fight some legends. That's all it is to it. And plus, that get me a step closer to a BMF title type fight, huh? So I'm just searching for those type of things, and that's it. All right, Kevin. And before before you go swimming, finally, of course, your prediction. What can people expect from this Jacare fight when it goes down? They can't wait to see this fifth fight in a year for you. I got I got to This is how we're going to leave it like this. I'm not going to give you guys a prediction. But look, just think about it like this. Mm -hmm. What happens when the greatest alligator catcher in the world goes up against the greatest alligator in the world? We'll fucking see. <laughs> Let's do it, Funko. Let's have a good time. Hey, tune in December 12th. If I put my hands on him and then I slap him in a submission, I'm a legend too. So let's just see. Follow the man on Twitter and Instagram at Trailblaze to the top. The Steve Irwin uh, of, of this card coming up, taking on Jack Ray Sosa. Kevin Holland, really appreciate your time, man. Have a good training session. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys too. And if I have to do an extra 15 laps, I'm telling him he has to split with three, three, three. Whoever all there, you got to take three laps for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Got gotcha, you, man. All right, man. You guys have a good one. Thanks for the interview.